then you can start peeling back those layers and then realizing that you are worthy, that you are held, that the universe has your back, that all is going to turn out perfectly beautiful, even if there are obstacles along the way, because the obstacles are literally just little signposts for opportunities for learning. Hey, warriors, welcome to the Move Forward podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wolf. I'm a retired massage therapist turned self-care advocate, and I am here to keep you moving and grooving through this thing we like to call life, giving you boosts of energy, insight, and motivation. I am open and honest while I navigate through all the challenges life throws my way, and I choose to find joy every single day. I talk with other inspiring people who are working towards healing from their own traumas and how resiliency affects their life experiences. I am dedicated to building a community of warriors through this podcast and my online education and learning platform, The Move Collective. Thank you so much for joining me and trusting me to be a guide to help you through those times when we feel alone and confused or we just need a little boost of inspiration. If you're ready, I'm ready. So here we go. Back for another episode of the Move Forward podcast with the beautiful Dana, Ruby, Martin. Oh my God, I thought you were killing a fly. What? I thought you were killing a fly with your clap. Please. (laughs) <laughs> okay what was that game where they put their hands above their head and then they clap i have no idea they, the kids sat in cars it was a kid's a kid's like um uh game show you didn't watch it when you were a kid it would have been around your age because it was my sister it was like a big <laughs> hit for her you're around okay, her age i that, think can i just tell you a story yeah we did not have a tv <laughs> we had a tv hold on no it gets better that we would use when we would go to the video store and rent the whole VCR. (laughs) You rented the VCR? So we would rent the VCR to attach to our one little TV that had no cable. It was just for when we rented movies. (laughs) Is this because you didn't have a lot of money or because that was just an option your mom didn't? I think my mom was just a genius and it was just never an option. I love that. That's just how it rolled. Oh my gosh. You must've been very, um, creative. Big time. As a kid, you'd have to, you'd have to like, oh, yeah. think about what am I going to do only next? Child, so it's like all the things like imaginary friends, <laughs> super close with your friends. Like you live at your friends half the time. Oh yeah. Oh Lots yeah. Animals surrounded by animals. I was always like nursing an injured animal back to health literally Mm. all the time whether it was a bird or bunnies or I'm trying to think of some of the more crazy ones that I had Uh, you know like not a baby squirrel although recently we found a baby squirrel but yeah just like tons of like rehabbing animals (laughs) when I was a kid yeah you'd get like love from them so that that's beautiful yeah (laughs) I I can see that in you you care so So, deeply yeah so yeah no I don't know what this was (laughs) I'm, people are probably listening, being like, it was this show. Oh my gosh. How do you not know? I'm going to have to ask my sister because she talks about it sometimes, okay. but yeah, they would clap like this hands no, above like, the head. I don't know this. That's so weird. And they'd have like maybe blue, I'm, red, green, I'm, different cars. Maybe I'm younger than you think. How old are you? Do you care to divulge? Maybe I'm older. It's my birthday tomorrow. <gasps> I turn 42 tomorrow and my daughter turns two. Oh my God. On the same day. 
same day. She was my 40th birthday present. Like, I could not think of a better birthday present for me because I adore my kids so much that I have my baby on my birthday. Oh my God. And a big one. Yeah. Wow. So whenever we have big birthdays, like when she turns 10, I'll be 50, 20, 60, right? Like, how cool is that? Oh my gosh. Okay. Are you guys celebrating? Well, I do work tomorrow, but then we're going to have the family over and do a little celebration. You don't take the day off of work on your birthday? No, we've had this conversation. I would like to start Weird. doing that though. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. And I, and I, when I can also, I would take off meals and I mean, I will take off Sarah's it's well, it's a Monday, so she'll be at school. It's it's this coming Monday. You guys She's share a similar, similar. What's up? Yeah. She's a Libra too. She is. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, my friend, do we have any questions? Cause we, we have a question. I could just, yeah, I could keep talking to you. I really like yeah. just catching up, but anyways. Okay. We have Sam. Sam is here and Sam has a very li- lovely message. And Sam says, thank you, Michelle and Dana. I love your conversations and look forward to listening each week. My question is around uncertainty and the fear is often, and the fear it often comes with. I often focus so much on the possible negative outcomes that I end up worrying more than enjoying each moment. How can I stop worrying and enjoy life in a more positive way? Any suggestions are welcome. Oh, Sam, thank you. <laughs> That's so sweet. I, I really like that. That's touching. Clearly Sam is listening. So Sam, first of all, you can look at uncertainty as an opportunity to um, strengthen your faith. So I'm not sure how to articulate this. In moments when we feel like we don't know what the outcome is going to be, and we feel like we're walking into the unknown, we all have different personalities. My personality is that I love that because it's like a test of faith for me. And if I start to feel worried or if I start to feel the negative emotions coming in, it's I look at it like this rich lesson in learning that I'm not separated from my source. I'm actually not. And those feelings of fear come from a really deep, deep, deep level of feeling like you're in a disconnect. But when you know that you're never alone and you know that you're always connected to source, then that fear mounts away and uncertainties no longer become an area that creates um, like negative projecting towards the outcome. Because you're just so rooted in knowing that you're held, that all will be well. And strategies to get to that point, I think is really taking the time to do introspection and figuring out what are the things in your life that make you feel potentially unworthy or make you feel separated or abandoned or any of those kinds of emotions. And if we can get down to the root of it, then you can start peeling back those layers and then realizing that you are worthy, that you are held, that the universe has your back, that all is going to turn out perfectly beautiful, even if there are obstacles along the way, because the obstacles are literally just little signposts for opportunities for learning. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and what I wanted to add to that is, you talk about that 
you know, like how to get there and how Mm -hmm. to really get, like really understand that it does take time. And like, like you said, like really investigating, like how you feel with that and where that came from. And one advice I want to say is often when we, we know that we, we don't always put the time into it because it's scary and because we don't quite know how to get there. And so my advice would be like, find a bit of time every day to whether it's like listening to a book that's on this conversation. Like you mentioned, the universe has your back by Gabby Bernstein. You mentioned that, that word. Um, that's a really good one. You know, just how, how I started. And I think you as well was, was really being curious about that and taking time to be quiet with that. So like really learning. And like you said, like writing down, like maybe answering some questions about yourself. Like, where does this come from? Like, and how am I going to overcome this? And like, they talk about journaling all the time. Well, that's what that's about. It's like finding these moments in your day to really work at these things rather than keep pushing them off. And they just keep coming up. And you're like, why am I always, you know, thinking to say, well, it's because you're not switch. You're not changing it. You got it. You really do have to add some practices into your life that are going to help you change that habit that you're in. Totally. Mm -hmm. And it does take a lot of work and it is really uncomfortable. And sometimes, I mean, I think I've said this on many of our talks often when I get to a situation where I feel like I want to puke, those are often for me, a signpost of, Ooh, I got to do some digging in this area. I got to jump into this and I got to figure this out. Why is it making me feel that way? Mm -hmm. And it's always those moments that have offered me my most significant um, leaps of growth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I'm the same. And we've gotten into this world of like feeling comfortable. Like, I mean, we can change our heating in our house. We can, like, there's, there's so many things that have made our lives very comfortable. I mean, for goodness sakes, my car even has a heated steering wheel now. And don't get me wrong. I don't want to take that away. I have cold fingers all the time, but it's the convenience that we've gotten really comfortable with. And so when you feel this uncomfortableness or this, like, uh, like this, something that seems really hard or difficult, lean into it. Yeah. Cause what you're saying is we're in a society that has, uh, rendered us totally impatient. Yeah. Like we want things and we want them now, but there's growth to be had along the way so that when you get the things that you want, there's a different level of gratitude there. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, and I've been there, I want to say, and I know a lot of people who have, And, and they've come to another side where it's not so much in that space. Mm -hmm. And it is that it's the work getting through it, doing, doing the practices. So it's possible. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think would be a good starting point, Michelle? Would you say journaling would be a good starting point for Sam? So journaling, I think it depends on the person. So I'll be honest, when I did journaling, I found I would almost repeat the same thing or like not know what the prompts were, unless you have like specific questions and help, unless writing is your thing. Maybe you can totally go at it and like open up of like, you know, break down those barriers and be able to write the things out. For me, it was more so listening to other people talk. So 
their conversation, the way that they used certain language, the way that they um, saw the world. And so that was me. So like, I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it while we were actually on air here um, or if it was just um, off air, but I said, uh, Tony Robbins, I used to listen to him on repeat. And it was because I really resonated with what he was saying in the moment where I was feeling like a block. So for me, it's putting someone in my ear, the podcast, even like audiobooks. It's just, and I still do that. I do that every single day. Um, so that is where it felt comfortable for me. Um, how about you? Where did you start? Um, I think I'm an observer. So I really watch people and I see what people, how they, well, you can't see how someone perceives something, but you can see how they react to certain situations. So observing and then observing myself and seeing how I'm reacting to certain situations. Um, I would say that was more like a youthful thing when I was a kid and then moving into my thirties and even towards my forties, then I really started to understand the concept of being quiet and still. Um, so I really dove into yoga and meditation mm. and that really helped me to find my own inner voice that was just screaming <laughs> to be heard by me. Um, so for me, that was the thing. And I'm a journaler too. Like I love to write, but yeah, writing can be hard because you don't want to just regurgitate the negative stuff because then you're actually manifesting more of it. Exactly. So, yeah. So there are definitely some universal laws at play that is good to begin to understand those universal laws and learning how to navigate through them and practice them. And so again, coming back to authenticity, which we talk about so often is really go with what feels good for you. The yeah. world's telling you to journal or to meditate or to do all the things, but it's like, try something and if it, if it feels right, I don't even want to say if it feels good, because sometimes it doesn't feel great. Um, yeah. cause it's, it, it is tough, like trying to get through that. But if it's, if it feels like really like, um, like pressured, I don't even know the word. Like if it feels like it's like a really hard struggle, try something different. Yeah. But know this, Sam, you the fact that you have the desire yes. already means that on a different plane out, outside of time and space, you've already achieved that. So it is absolutely possible. You just have to be her now, like just make the committed decision to look at the glass half full versus half empty. And you're like already on your way to the races. Bam. You got it. Yeah. Should we pull Pick a card? Up. Pull us a card. Yep. I don't think it'll align with what we're talking about, but maybe it might. <laughs> Evil. <laughs> oh my God. Is that not funny? It's what? It's funny, but you know what? It comes back to Ouija boards. You know, Ouija boards. Did you ever use them? No, because they're evil. <laughs> but truly. No, I truly never did because I heard so many horror stories. About <gasps> totally. I was literally scared. So I have a cousin. Just hold on. We're shifting the energy. I'm not going to pull the right card. Oh my God. Okay. No, we don't have to talk about that. So Sam, <laughs> Sam. Yep. <laughs> let's pull you a card. And okay, it's going to be ex yeah. especially for you. <laughs> now I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. What happens is meant to happen for whoever's Pressure. listening. Yep. Okay. I've pulled higher power. 
Now I pulled okay. it upside down. So this means I'm going to read to you the protection message. But the overriding message of higher power is conscious contact with a higher power, the presence of divine, seeing source energy in all things, and committing to a partnership with spirit. Mm. I have goosebumps. Was that it? Oh, it's a short one. No, now this oh. is the protection message. Okay, okay. Oh, this kind of leaks into our last conversation too, which makes me laugh because spirit is funny. <laughs> now is the time to examine what you are giving energy to and attention to in the back of your mind. If you're obsessing about right now, about old resentments or failed expectations about money or about other people, places, or things, these will be the source from which you create. Be, oh, but you want spirit to be your source. Take heart for your higher power will never desert you and is always waiting for you to remember the sacred partnership you share. Turn away from other sources of power that don't serve your highest good. There is no greater source than spirit. You can always surrender your troubles and trust that they will be taken care of. You are in good hands. Mm. You are held. You are held. You are held. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love the, fo the footprints poem always comes back. My mom gave me, do you know the footprints poem? Oh yeah. Yeah. So she gave it to me on a bookmark right before she went in for surgery um, yeah. when she was sick. And um, yeah, so I've always, and it's that, right. It's like the, you're being held when, yeah. when you don't even know it. And, and you really have to believe that, you know, there's someone, there's something there that's bigger than you that is protecting you and guiding you. And you just have to believe that and remember that. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. so you should mm -hmm. pull up the footprints. When you do the blog on this, you should have the footprints poem in it. Well, I will do that. Okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of them. I should send you one. I got a whole bunch of the bookmarks. I found them online, the exact one that my mom gave me. Oh, and I bought like a whole so bunch of them. I give them to like my nieces and nephews because I'm like, it was Most just so good. special for me. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I have a quote from Abraham Hicks. And she says, worrying is using your imagination to create something you don't want. Period. Period. Get that in your head and understand it. And it's, yeah. it's, I get it. We still pull back in the worry, but then remind yourself, you are really drawing in what you're worrying about. So why yeah. do you keep, like, why do you keep pulling that in? Why do you keep worrying? Because you keep thinking about it. Yeah. Got to break the cycle. Turn your cheek. Turn your cheek, baby. Walk the yeah. other way. Look the other way. I say that to my kids all the time. Look the other way. Look the other way. You'll get so dizzy. You might even fall over because you have to turn so many times, but mm -hmm. keep committed to looking the other way. Mm -hmm. You are so cool. I would want <laughs> you as a mom. My gosh. <laughs> You're so cool. <laughs> I don't think my kids would say I'm so cool. They're embarrassed oh, by no. Of it. <laughs> they'll feel it one day they'll get it one day yeah <laughs> I'm sure they get it now though come on <laughs> maybe the little ones the little ones <laughs> definitely think I'm cool <laughs> totally totally okay girl thank, thank you for you this lovely as always day. you too bye, bye.